Welcome to the Paleo View. I'm Stacey Toth, best-selling author and co-creator of PaleoParents.com, where we focus on real-life solutions for families seeking help. I'm Dr. Sarah Ballantyne, New York Times best-selling author and creator of the PaleoMom.com. I'm passionate about improving scientific literacy around public health topics. I like hashtags and bone broth. And I'm just a super nerd. And this week on the Paleo View, we have guest Stevie Nicks. (laughs) (laughs) Um, You really don't have very much voice. Yeah, it's kind of a thing that's happening right now. It's amazing Um, if you, you know, expose yourself to all kinds of things your immune system isn't used to, drink alcohol, and eat gluten-free s'mores, that you may come out sick on the other side. It's just shocking. (laughs) Oh, and now is it like, you know, there's like that one form of laryngitis where like by the time your voice goes away, that's when you're actually starting to feel better? Or is it the other one where like your voice is gone and you feel terrible? Yeah, so I don't feel good at all. Yeah. I'm sorry about that. Life happens. I haven't been sick in a long time, so that's all right. And um, I have been really busy and really stressed in personal home business, you know, renovating a house, all that kind of stuff. So um, I think I'm not surprised at all that my body's telling me to, to slow down. But... Um, as a formal, hello listeners, you are here on the Paleo View, and I, Stacy Toth, not Stevie Nicks, I'm not <laughs> feeling well, um, so I did beg Sarah if we could make it just a short show, I wasn't sure I could make it a whole show, but we're here for you, and that's what counts. Well, and my reply was... Yeah, it's my wedding anniversary today, (laughs) so a short show works out really well for me because we didn't record on our normal day because you were sick, and when I said, oh, yeah, I'm available in a couple days, I did the guy thing of, like, not putting (laughs) two and two together. Not – there are men out there who are amazing at remembering anniversaries, uh, so I don't want to, like, lump all of those people together, but there is a group of men and women who – dates don't necessarily connect with things. I'm not normally part of that group. I'm normally a person who, you know, has, I have a very uh, mathematical memory. So like numbers just tend to stick in my brain. And uh, so normally like associating events with dates, something that I can do. But right now I am completely, you know, burning the candle at both ends to um, get paleo principles off to the printer. And so every, everything else is just left left my brain I have I have no more room for anything other than is it granulated garlic or is it garlic powder (laughs) and I so I have uh two two science chapters left to get through the edits and two recipe chapters left to get through the edits and it has to be done this week um otherwise bad things happen I don't it's amorphous bad things I'm not I'm not quite sure but we're starting to um actually nail down uh bookstores and and in cities and times for my book tour in november so 
uh, it would be very, very bad things if if we missed any deadlines from this point on. So I am just um, scrambling, scrambling to uh, just keep up with the pace. Um, so I'm hoping my body doesn't scream at me too loudly until the book goes to print and then it can scream a little bit, but <laughs> also hopefully just never too loudly. Um, but I have to tell you, I got a phone call from our publisher yesterday, yesterday afternoon. And, uh, he said, uh, do you want to know how big your book's going to be? <laughs> I was like, sure. I feel like that's one of those estimation games where it's like a giant jar and you're just, you're trying to estimate volume in the most ridiculous ways. And you just, the number that you come up with is going to be totally off no matter what you do. Well, they have, they have like three quarters of the book designed. So they've got a pretty good sense of like, this is now how many words we're fitting per page. And this is how much, you know, graphics are taking so they can, they can now kind of gauge how big the book's going to be. So the publisher said, so the science is going to be about 520 pages. Oh my gosh. <laughs> There's 233 recipes at this point. We might have to cut a few. And, uh, and he said, I'd re I really think we should keep this book to under 650. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> so I just said, hey, it's a book that will make people healthy just by carrying it around. Because it's, it's going to be like a six, seven pound book at this point. Um, so, so, you know, we're not – at this point, we're, we're getting the recipes um, designed. It's the – Formatting, you know, I'd, we'd already talked about a compressed formatting for for the recipes, so no like full page photos, but there still be a photo for every recipe. It'll just be a little inset, and so we're trying to fit two recipes to a page, um, as opposed to two pages to a recipe. Right? It's very typical for a lot of, uh, especially paleo cookbooks, to be recipes on the left page, full page photo on the right, and this is going to be a little bit more dense than that. Um, and so we'll see how that goes, and if we can really fit th that many. You know, we need to be able to fit at least three quarters of the recipe to, to a page to be able to hit the 650 page, uh, cap. So, uh, we'll see, there could be some interesting, some interesting choices. Um, you know, 233 recipes is, is a lot of recipes. And given that this is a, you know, science based guidebook, in addition to a cookbook, if I have to drop 20 recipes, it'll be fine. Um, they'll end up going on the website instead of in the book. So I'm sure, you know, people will get them at some point in some way. Um, but, but yeah, I, 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 uh, I, I, I don't, I'm hoping this is like my, and this was my biggest book ever. And that I'm never in this kind of situation where I'm like trying to, to, this is crazy. And, and as I'm going through edits, the thought occurs to me at least 17 times a day of like, why did I write this much? So much. Well, I, was, I was actually thinking about it the other day when you originally took on Paleo Principles. You thought it would just be a update of posts that you had and turning it into <laughs> a resource for people other than on the blog. And I'm like, it really did morph, didn't it? <laughs> uh -huh. Yeah, yeah, it did. So, I mean, it started with like, take all of the basic tenets of Paleo posts that are on the website and craft them into a narrative and update them. Right. Like, but really like take this, the, my sort of signature science-based approach to all of the various facets of paleo and take the time to explain the science 
and just, you know, cover, cover the gamut of, of paleo. And it's become, um, it's become, it's, it's really taken on a bit of a life of its own because it became my goal with this book was to really create the definitive guidebook for paleo. So really have a one-stop shop that really covers everything so that, um, you know, not that people aren't going to get great value out of other books, but that there's this, this one resource where people can go to for, for answers and it becomes the sort of, you know, new, like, here's everything you need to know if you want to do the paleo diet book. Um, but I also really wanted to bring scientific validity to the entire paleo movement because I think a lot of the challenges that we face in the movement are centered around either misrepresentation of what paleo is or misunderstanding within the paleo movement of what paleo is. And, um, and then a sort of insufficient amount of explanation in terms of the contemporary science behind the various principles of paleo, hence the term paleo principles in the title. Um, and so I really wanted to to lay down that entire scientific framework um, so that it puts an end to criticisms of paleo that are unfounded. Um, that doesn't mean there aren't areas where we can have conversation. There's I've talked about it a lot in the book of things that are classically not considered paleo, but that might actually be really healthful foods and even some foods that are classically considered paleo that might not be that great. And so I've really tried to take a rather than a dogmatic approach of <laughs> this is what paleo is and here are the rules, really take a science grounded. Let's look at the pros and cons and let's let's weigh each of these foods individually and give people the tools to experiment within those gray areas and, and really figure out what works for them. So it's become a book that um, in my search for um, completeness and in my search for um, that, you know, really profound scientific foundation for the entire paleo diet and lifestyle, right? It's not just food. It's, it's all the other things. It, it's just, in order to have an audience be a general audience and not be an audience with, you know, college science degrees, then to take the time to explain the scientific principles, it just, it, it takes time. So it's become a, a giant book. And I, I really wasn't willing to let go of any part of it, but my publisher never asked me to, like, even when I said, well, maybe we can cut a few recipes if we need to save, you know, 20 pages you know, he was like, well, let, let's, let's see if we can design it. Let's, I don't want to cut anything out. Like, let's, let's like, they've, in fact, I get more questions from my editors that are asking me to write new things as I go through the edits than I get, um, asked like, this is redundant. And it's when it's something's redundant, it's like, you have this, you know, a similar paragraph, 17 chapters earlier, and I'd forgotten about it, right? Like, there's certain, it's it's so big that sometimes I forget if I've covered something. So every once in a while, I covered something twice. Um, but what's been really great is the editors have been awesome at isolating, like, oh, hey, here's something that you, you didn't actually fill out as to the same level as everything else. And so then I go, okay, well, now I, I get to write about this topic in, in more detail. Um, but yeah, I'm at that, I'm at that point of, um, book writing where I'm wondering what the heck I was thinking of taking on another book like that, that point. It's a, it's the childbirth conundrum. <sighs> yeah. Yeah. All right. It's, uh, well, 
that. You've got work to do. Mm-hmm. You've got, got naps sleeping to take. and yes, sleeping and resting and fluid fluid intaking. So, as a measure to actually add value to people's lives with this jacket, um, <clears throat> I am following a protocol that you and I have discussed many times. Just a reminder for people: if you get sick, probiotics, mm-hmm. collagen broth, mm-hmm. vegetables. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm actually asked Matt to make me a. Vital Veggies collagen smoothie um, for when I was done with this to like soothe my throat. Um, I lost track, but sleep, sleep and rest, reduction of stress. What else did I forget, Sarah? Do you take any supplements? supplements? Yeah, so I do take the Vital Veggies and I really need to... <clears throat> or I needed to add more zinc and vitamin C at the beginning of this thing. But um, I left work early and came home and took a nap thinking I could sleep it off. But alas, it had already settled in. Um, I did eat a clementine. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think that's really going to cut it, though. That's probably not. I, I do when I'm sick. And actually, I just two days ago decided I needed to up my vitamin C because I can feel myself feeling very worn down. And I know that, you know, as, as long as I'm still also prioritizing sleep and everything else that, um, adding a little bit more vitamin C can sometimes be enough to make sure I don't get sick. It's not always right. It's not foolproof, but, um, but that, that's one of the things that I always add when I come get under the weather is, is, um, or if I feel like, I'm playing with fire in terms of, of getting ill. Um, vitamin C is definitely one that I add. We, we tend to burn through vitamin C when we're, um, when we're stressed. And of course it's when personally it's when I'm stressed is when I'm vulnerable to infection. So it, it, it always goes hand in hand. Um, and most of us, even, you know, even when we're eating lots of fruits and vegetables, it's actually pretty easy to not get enough vitamin C. You kind of think of it as such an easy thing to get because it's in all plant foods and it's, um, you know, water soluble. And you just sort of think like, oh, I'm getting tons of vitamin C. I put lemon juice in my water or whatever it is. Um, and really, like if you look at statistics, um, vitamin C is still one that even within the paleo community, it's not as bad as you know, I think average Americans, it's something like 60% don't get enough vitamin C. In paleo community, we're obviously doing better than that, but there, it's you can still end up deficient. So that that's a big one for me when I'm sick or trying to not get sick. All right. Well, I'm going to do those things. I'm going to go rest, sleep, find alternative sources of <laughs> vitamin C. Vitamin C, yeah. Um, and I will be back next week, hopefully not sounding like a new member of the Fleetwood Mac band. <laughs> and hopefully you all have a wonderful week as well. Thanks for listening. Thank you for listening to The Paleo View. If you enjoyed the show, please take a moment to rate us on iTunes. You can also support us by shopping for our favorite paleo products on the sidebars of our individual websites or by donating through PayPal. Seeking the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the roaring 20s. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. 
Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device or play on PC through Facebook games.